Welcome to Cocktails for You, where three furry friends shake things up through various mixology adventures. Come join them on their quest to drink like a pro. And when you came inside, dear, my heart grew light and this whole world seemed new to me. You really swell, I have to admit you. Deserve expressions that really fit you. And so I practice- hey there, and welcome to Cocktails for You. I'm Corbick, and I'll be your host today. I also have my two co-hosts here, Brooks the Doggo and Roken. Greetings. Hello, hello. And I am excited about today's podcast. We will be talking about cocktails in a can, or also known as ready-to-drink cocktails. Now, I I personally will say I do enjoy the convenience of a ready-to-drink or cocktail in a can, uh, depending on what they are. Now, malt-based, not so much, but I've had some pretty decent ones. And of course, cocktails in a can kind of range from hard seltzers to literally cocktails in a can. If you guys could see Roken's face, he loves it. He wants more of it. Everybody give him cocktails and cans. This is absolutely terrible, terrible fake news that Brooks <laughs> the is spouting on air. But I am a Democrat. Have... I would never say things okay, like look, that. Okay, look, I'm just going to say I don't see the point of a cocktail in a can. I've, I've, I'm excited to try things that I have today and hear from you guys, but overall, I think they're overpriced. I'm curious to see if these cocktails will change my mind. So what I'm hearing is Rokin is a non-believer. I am definitely a non-believer. <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Yes. Can you can you believe that cocktails in a can have been around since the late 1800s? I did not I know that. Is, neither did I. This is definitely not something new. And of course, again, cocktails in a can range from hard seltzers all the way to the cocktail movements or cocktails. Um now, I've had bad ones, trust me. Uh, I'm definitely not a fan of malt beverage-based cocktails. Flashbacks. Flashbacks. Flashbacks oh my God. to the war. <laughs> oh, wait, are you trying to tell me you wouldn't drink a Colt 45? I am not a fan of Colt 45s. I mean, this is somebody else's drink, and by all means, our slogan states that if you enjoy it, that's on you. <laughs> that's on you. We, we, take, we take no blame for this. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, and of course, uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize that, um, like Mike's Hard Lemonade, that's a cocktail in a bottle and in cans now, but that's kind of a, a good way to start it. Or even, uh, Roken has had an amazing one for Locos, the blue can. Yeah, that was so <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> But that also would be considered a, a, a cocktail in a can or ready-to-drink cocktail. Or, or uh, drain cleaner. Or what? Drain cleaner. Drain cleaner. I definitely think it could it definitely clear it out. Probably, it, it, probably, it probably could clean some pretty pretty gnarly things. Well. Um, but yeah. We're but talking you know, about your top floor at Elliot's Spring Gathering. Oh, I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. I but also, I mean, if you think about it, cocktails... Uh, they've come along in a can. They've come a long way with a lot of variety that can be picked from. Um, you cannot deny that. That is absolutely true. Uh, most canned cocktails are carbonated, typically by adding carbon dioxide. Um, and of course, there's a couple different ways to get carbonation into a drink, whether you are doing fermentation or like uh, this one where they're doing um, forced carbonation where they inject the the, car- the carbon dioxide into the liquid. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, this I did not know, but learned from doing some quick research that for a smoother a smoother finish on the carbonation, 
if you get the liquid closer to freezing, it makes it smoother. I didn't know that. Huh. So wait, are you, say, are you saying that if you are basically pumping the drink full of CO2, if the liquid of the drink at the time of carbonation is colder, it's overall smoother? Yes. Uh, from what I could tell, the closer to freezing you get, and then you do the forced carbonation with, uh, with carbon dioxide, it will create a smoother finish to the carbonation. I wonder if that has something to do with the temperature of preventing the bubbles from expanding. It could. Warm. It definitely is something we could look in further. Um, now, I would like to uh, kind of suggest this to gentlemen that I'd like to see if we could do another episode on canned cocktails where we get a little bit more specific, like at the beginning and, and things like that. I agree because I think that there's a lot to unpack here. I mean, there really is. Right now, the whole movement is all about skinny cocktails, low calories, blah, 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 blah. And I think that'll be a big part of it. Yeah. Another fascinating aspect that I, I researched on this, that before Prohibition, a lot of canned cocktails and distillery distilling of drinks and stuff like that would happen actually at the bars and stuff like that. Now, after Prohibition, there's a lot more rules and regulations in place, so you don't see that as often. Granted, microbreweries and microdistilleries are starting to make a rise again which is super exciting in that aspect. So we'll, we'll definitely have to see in the next couple of years where things are going and how things are coming out. Great. And also, there's multiple of those, just saying. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple here in San Antonio, too. We have we have plenty of breweries around here, but not very many distilleries. Yeah, whiskey is kind of popular here in Southern Texas. Yes. Also, another thing that I'd like to go into in another episode is just how these drinks go through so many different variations before they're even released to for consumption by the public. Yes. So I thought that was pretty cool too. And I know a lot of this is very high level that I'm going over, but trust me, there there's just so much information that cocktails in a can are ready to do ready to drink cocktails that we could go over that these episodes could easily be two or three hours long. Well, I yeah. agree. I think uh, I'd like to see more and listen to more like to research it more, let the people know what it is. Um, one of my favorite um, things about it is the accessibility of it and just being able to just grab it and go. Uh, I think that's one of the reasons why I like it. I'm still a staunch conservative when it comes <laughs> to canned cocktails. I don't understand why you're going to be in such a rush that you would prefer to get a can pre-made cocktail huh? juice instead of having the enjoyment of cracking it open in the bar, pre-making stuff. Go. Well, if it wasn't... Oh, Orbit's shaking his finger at me. Let's hear this. I, I am shaking my finger. So you're completely forgetting another aspect. Not everybody wants to mix their own drinks. So there's that. There, yeah. there, is, there are other people out there that just want to be able to grab something from the fridge or off their shelf and enjoy it right then and there. By all means. Second... Not everybody is going to have that liquor on hand. Now, we have talked about this, that the idea that liquor um, or spirits um, could be readily available if you have your own bar. I mean, one of our very our first episode, one of our first episodes is just talking about setting up a home bar. But not everyone's going to have that. Um, and third, in my opinion, canned cocktails is convenience. Yeah. So you're out and about. You have a cooler. Instead of beer in there, you have ready to drink or can't or canned cocktails. Uh, this, these are all valid options. So 
you, you've got to put things in perspective. It may not be one person's cup of tea. I think it, it's, it's definitely Rogan's it's cup of tea. Definitely. If I have a cooler, I can put a bottle of vodka and a bottle of juice. It's like bottle service at a uh, bar. Minge, 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 minge. But anyway, I think it's um, great. One more thing I'd like to talk about with our drink, or about our drinks. Drinking, yay! Yes, the best part. <laughs> Let's drink, More. you guys. I think something that would be kind of cool to talk about is uh, what is your favorite canned cocktail, if you have one? So, Brooks, yes. would you like to go first? Sure. Well, I would love to participate in drinking right now. Full disclosure, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I have people over at my house. They drink all of my canned cocktails, so... But I did drink some earlier, and I'm going to tell you what those were because I love them and I keep them on hand. As everybody can hear, that's Roken getting ready. Yes. I don't sorry, sorry, Brooks. Cocktail. So I'm going to try this. My favorite brands and cocktails of those brands is High Noon Vodka Seltzer Lime. is my favorite from them. Very fresh, made with all natural ingredients. Um, a little expensive, but really great. I love taking it to the beach with me if I do go to the beach. Um, and then my other one is Cutwater Palomas because uh, I'm a big fan of tequila and grapefruit and tequila is just a great, great drink. It's so tasty. And again, made with natural ingredients. I would highly recommend these for anyone. And as, as we put it here, is it a drink or is it a stink? I would say these are drinks. Good to know. No, I have tried the High Noon and I agree. It's pretty decent. It. In my opinion, it's a little pricey for me for just four cans because here um, it's about $14, $15 before tax. So $15, $16 for a four pack. And um, kind of taking a leaf out of Roken's, uh, Roken's book, I could buy gin or vodka and then the juice for the same price <laughs> and then yeah, have more, yeah. more vodka know. and gin on the side. I but I, I understand that they are a convenient item. Now, mine, I, I do not have one in front of me, um, being because I drank it last night. <laughs> I, I really like uh, ciders for my canned cocktails. I really enjoy a good cider or, or seltzer. And one of my favorites are by a distillery out uh, called Bishop. I want to say they're out towards Dallas. Um, I know they're in the northern Texas area, and I want to say they're close to Dallas. I can't remember exactly what city they're in, but they have... The two I'm aware of, and they have may have more, is that they have crackberry, and they also have pineapple apple. And I had the pineapple apple last night for the first time, and I really enjoyed it. Sounds good. And uh, moving on along, Roken, I know that you've now opened two different cans. Yeah. What, what is your verdict? So. <clears throat> what are you drinking, and what is your verdict? First off, I don't have a favorite canned cocktail because it doesn't exist. However, what caught my eye, there's a brewery in Michigan called New Holland. And I've had several of their beers. And in the past, they're pretty decent. Um, but I've never seen New Holland Spirits. And it was interesting because it was also on sale. And I couldn't get over the fact that a can, four cans of whatever Brooks the Doggo is drinking was about... <laughs> The price of almost a uh, fifth or even a, I don't know, a, a liter of, uh, of vodka. Okay, okay. We all know that I have expensive taste. Okay, 14-something for a four-pack of canned cocktails when I could buy a whole thing of vodka and some juice for just a couple dollars more. 
I didn't want to commit. But I saw this New Holland. I've had their beers. And I'm like, all right, I'll give this a try. To be fair, the other canned cocktails I had in the past were by that brand called Monaco. Monaco was my choice because it was cheap and they came in individual packs. It had certified colors, which is just a fancy word for saying artificial colors. These drinks by New Holland uh, don't look as artificial. In fact, uh, on the cans themselves, they say uh, alcohol with natural flavors and colored with fruits and vegetables. So I have the New Holland Blackberry Bramble. It smells like blackberries. It tastes, well, you can't really taste the vodka. So I could see this could be a potential problem because this particular can has 7% alcohol. So they mask the alcohol very well. Um, the blackberry doesn't taste fake, like I would expect from um, many other things I've had in the past. And there's a hint of lemon. It's not unpleasant. I wouldn't say I'd go out of my way to buy this, but it's not bad. Oh, and that's the thing about some of these is, you know, you lose the taste of the spirit at some point, which is kind of why I like the ones I like because you don't. But I get again, that. you know, mine are rather expensive. So the other one I've got in my hand is by New Holland again. It's their Rum Punch. This one's made with passion fruit, pineapple, orange, and coconut. Uh, again, it's colored with fruits, vegetables, and turmeric, so no artificial dyes, uh, which is great. You know, I have to tip my hat off to New Holland for that because it's not cheap to do. I will say I think I like the Rum Punch a little bit more than I like the Blackberry Bramble, at least over ice. It has a very strong passion fruit and coconut taste, which is pleasant. It has a little bit more of a rum taste to it. It's it's barely noticeable, but it does have more of a alcohol flavor. It's Aren't not you bad. quite the taster. Well, I have to give my honest opinion. Yeah. Would I go out and pay? Well, I got these on sale for nine ninety nine for a four pack. Would I go out and buy this again? Yes. No, no I I would. If I had <laughs> to pick a canned cocktail, would I pick this? Yes. I think I can leave you all with that. I would not go out of my way to buy this. Um, Broken is such a party pooper. No, I just am not a big canned cocktail fan. Again, this was $10. I spent $20 to get eight canned drinks. Eight. Think about that. You could buy yes, a whole value, bottle of But, you know, I think there's more here than meets the eye, and I think that's going to be part of... Uh, you know, researching this for the future is maybe there's a reason why people like it so much. And we'll make a believer on Roken yet. Not going to happen. He's going to be, he gonna be at every convention. He's going to be like, mm, 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 I love, nope. I love White Claw. Okay, wait, okay, wait. You've just thrown something into my head that I didn't consider before. The one reason I would go out of my way to buy a canned cocktail, and I will tip my hat to New Holland. I think they make a pretty good product. I will say I would purchase a canned cocktail knowing me at a furry convention because I'm constantly on the go running around. And if I'm wearing a fursuit, it is a lot easier to stick a straw in a can than it would in a rocks glass, which I usually am holding. Well, technically, I'm holding one now. But if I drank from the can, it would be different. Ah, 
There's a purpose. Welcome to the family of canned cocktails, Rogan. We welcome you with open arms. I don't like so, it. Um, <laughs> I do want to. I do want to kind of circle back to one of my three points is convenience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that just nailed the coffin. Ah, progress. But, but hey, it, it really boils down to each their own. Um, we're not really going to make fun of people who enjoy what they like to drink. Um, that's definitely not why we're here. But gentlemen, uh, with everything being said, and we've kind of talked on and touched, I'm definitely excited about doing a little bit more of a deeper dive in canned cocktails on our next time that we touch this subject. Uh, hopefully it'll be soon. Uh, but with that being said, is there anything else that y'all would like to add or talk or do? Uh, Try to bubble it. It's not bad. I would recommend the ones that I drink, even though they're expensive. They're very tasty. 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> and Roken will become the Ken Cocktail Queen of us all. Not yes, just, just like one day, Brooks will be the king of micheladas. But la, as we throw la, that in la. into the gauntlet, <laughs> that is, uh, I think that is our podcast for the day. I, I, so. Yeah. So normally I say what our slogan is, but Brooks, ah. what's our slogan? Hold on. Nope. <laughs> look here. I have to look it up. <laughs> what would you do if his jet went down? <laughs> okay, hold on. I, I, I mean, it. he I wouldn't know it. the slogan, that's for sure. <laughs> nope. Really? Please. So, do not. Uh, if anybody wants to become another co host, uh, we have all the requirements. Hold on. I'm going to meet them. The I remember it now. Here we go. The best drink in the world is the one you enjoy. And there it is. <laughs> I didn't Corbin. remember that. I found it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe that should be your next tattoo. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I'll definitely remember it. Right next to where's your uh, never knows best? Just put it right underneath that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that way you can go like. Uh, anyways, uh, yes, we're going to off topic here. Everybody, thank you very much for joining us. If you would like to reach out to us, our social medias, definitely reach out via Twitter at Cocktails for You is our handle. Um, that's C-O-T-T-C-O-K-T-A-I-L-F-U-R-U. I did not. You said C-O-K-T-A-I-L-F-U-R-U. Anyway, yeah, anyway, C-O-C-K-T-A-I-L-F-U-R-U. That's true. That's our Twitter handle. Uh, we also have a Telegram group. Please check us out under the same name. Uh, we do have a Discord. Uh, slowly ramping up, getting that active. Uh, we definitely would love to talk to people about drinking and playing games. Would be amazing. Uh, but again, thank you, thank you for for checking us out and listening today. Thank See you. you. Next time. Thank you for visiting Cocktails for You. See you next time.